0: YOUR ASS IS GRASS, AND I'M GONNA SMOKE IT!
1: Here we go! Hello everyone, welcome back to Schwav! It's a very special Schwav today. We got Phelan, as usual. Uh, That's why it's so special, because Phelan's here.
0: Yeah, wow, Me. (laughs)
1: Uh, we also have once again returning, um, he was on Charmed Rewind before, now he's on a Schwab proper, the creator of the Carman theme. Uh, we got Peter Hunter here.
2: Thank you, thank you. It was, a, it was a pleasure to be here and watch New Charmed for the first time on this podcast, much like I watched Old Charm for the first time on this podcast. Um,
1: having uh, having sampled both shows, uh, which would you say was the more entertaining experience?
2: Um, if death is not an option, uh, I choose original charm. <laughs> um, <laughs> original charmed, and it's not even close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have a good time with people in bunkers and moping? <laughs> like,
2: I, I mean, I said this while we were watching it, and like the CW has a problem where they created like the monster that is Riverdale, and they're trying to. Like, emulated a lot. And the thing with Riverdale is everyone is way too emotional. But with Charmed, there are no emotions. <laughs> no one feels
1: anything. Charm just trying to be supernatural. Oh. If it was trying to be Riverdale I feel like it would be more fun, but uh Riverdale also like has better uh coloring too. Yes. <laughs> like they they have like great lighting in their scenes, lots of great saturation, uh lots of visual interest with that 50s 80s pastiche going on. Um this has none of that.
0: Well, we learned the future is going to have a blurry vignette over it, so (laughs) that's pretty visually interesting. The future is bright blue as opposed to muted blue, which is the rest of (laughs) it.
1: God, it's so ugly looking. Well, uh, before we get too far, uh, into the episode itself, uh, I wanted to cover some things, uh, beforehand. Uh, first of all, uh, I erroneously, um, credited Phelan with the George Binks nickname. I, j- I just wanted to note, uh, it was someone, uh, in the comments and, uh, apologies. I've already forgotten who it was, but they did come forward to claim it. Yes. So George Binks was, uh, was from, uh, a fan in the comments. I also wanted to say that we got a couple of fan arts of the Death of Car Man. Oh, yeah,
2: I saw one of them. It was glorious.
1: Glorious. Uh, It was very good. Um, Wesley Sanders 253 on Instagram uh, did a Death of Car Man fan art uh, in the style of uh, Death of Superman and also Goosebumps. Kind of a mix of both. Uh, And there was one on Twitter from Salazar Art Nation. So thanks, guys. Those are really funny.
2: Thank you for paying more tribute to Carman than this show did.
1: (laughs)
0: He wasn't even mentioned in the recap.
1: No. Uh. Um, Yeah, so there was a little bit of uh, information about this. Uh, Apparently, this is according to Eric Valfour on Twitter. Um, He was not available, which was pretty obvious. Um, He wasn't even in the same state as them or province uh he so he was um somewhere else in canada and he didn't want to go back to uh vancouver and leave his family during covid so they ended up shooting his stuff somewhere else entirely and then screening him in which was pretty smooth because i i didn't notice that he wasn't even in the same place as them
0: yeah they did keep him out of the same shots for the most part though
1: they did. The stuff where it was like phone call stuff and Skype and all that, that's pretty obvious what they did there, but they did uh, screen him into some shots or shoot some things around it where it, it appeared he was in the same place as them, and I, I thought it was pretty good, because I thought maybe they just had him for a couple days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he's the reason that you're on here, Peter. You yeah. were the one who said you you wanted to come on and pay him tribute. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's just like
2: like you were saying in the last episode. You know, Carman was like what was getting you guys through the show, and Carman was like getting <laughs> me through the show too. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> well, do you feel satisfied with the Carman content of this episode, of Charmed?
2: Um, what Carman content this episode?
0: <laughs>
1: They,
2: like, didn't even show a clip of him. No. Nobody wasn't cared in, that he died. He wasn't in the <laughs> recap. They had more Bimmy and Jimmy than friggin' Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> Bimmy
1: and Jimmy. It's true, though. You never
0: know that someone Macy supposedly loved at one point had just died. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, they didn't
1: even like recap things that would have been important to recap. I thought the like recaps were supposed to be like, hey, remember this, this is going to be important. But they did we couldn't even remember shit about what was going on. No. Peter had to do some Googling, like, yeah. oh yeah, that's what this necklace was, because we didn't remember. It's been like eight months since the last season aired. We don't remember shit.
0: We yeah, like quite a long callback to something in this one, which, yeah, that would have been helpful in the recap, at least. If you're not going to say, like, hey, we killed Carman. <laughs> no, we had to see that Jordan picked up a package. That was really important for the recap. Yeah. Um, I would never remember something
2: yeah. that important. Especially when he delivers the package in the very first scene. Would not remember. <laughs> yeah. <remembered. laughs>
1: I don't think CW knows how to do these recaps. When they did, like when we were watching Supernatural, they kept doing like the most pointless recaps. Like there'd be like episodes where it's like, "Here's a," yeah, they would recap pranks to be like, "Remember when they do pranks? This episode's a comedy episode where they do pranks." It's like, <laughs> well, I, we didn't need to be reminded that pranks exist?" <laughs> All right. Well, you guys want to jump into um, the episode today? I suppose that's
2: that's why we're here, right? It's what the listeners are here to want.
1: discuss the excitement of New Charmed. Uh, we watched season three, episode three, triage. Did you say it? Triage.
2: Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Is that, I did, that was the title.
1: <laughs> is, is that did I pronounce it correctly? No, you
2: did. It's a, it's a okay, it's a pun.
1: It's a pun. What is it a pun on? Because it's a the tree, because
2: the it's tree. A magic tree. Yeah,
1: oh. Oh, okay. I thought it was just because there was three of them. Nope. Triage. The tree. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It went over my head. (laughs) They got me with that one.
0: (laughs) Triage, shut up.
1: okay well uh the episode starts with uh george Orbinks himself uh he's going to see abigail with the pouch that he has gotten from her sister uh and she is dying of uh plotitis abigail ain't doing too good um gave us a lot of false hope that she might be dead she is coughing up some of uh jimmy's black ass smoke <laughs> um everyone's addicted at this point I was listening back to that episode because I don't remember anything about what we do so I was listening back to the the last episode of last season and we kept joking about how like they were smoking Jimmy's ass smoke and becoming addicted to it (laughs) okay it it came true The dummy triplets are explaining what happened with the Black Amber to each other, because apparently that whole last episode, them being complete dumbasses, they still didn't get it. Like, wait a minute, (laughs) magic's dying.
0: They have to keep reminding themselves throughout the episode, too. They go to do something magical, like, oh, it's not really working right, because magic's dying, yeah! Oh,
1: yeah! (laughs) The poison Cusco. Cusco's <laughs> <Kuzco's> poison. <laughs> um, the Guardian appears and she's a force ghost now. Yeah. And she's
0: like coughing, like, oh, you're sick. It's like, you're she's
1: dead. Who cares? Why, yeah, why uh, this is the same problem with the old series too. Like, whenever things would happen to Grandma Ghost, it'd be like, she's fucking dead. Yeah. Why are we worried about her? She's dead. Is she gonna be extra dead? <laughs> Yeah, oh no,
0: the ghost is sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the guardian's gonna uh. die. What will we do without the guardian? She'll be triple double extra dead.
0: Thing they'd probably easily forget about. Was there someone we used to talk to? Oh
1: yeah, the guardian! <laughs> um The Guardian warns them When the last petal falls, the beast will die. <laughs> <laughs> Um she says that when uh the last leaf on the stupid magic tree uh is gone, then magic will be gone and everyone uh will be fucked. So maybe they should get on this. Um <laughs> in order to restore life to the magical world, uh it requires the greatest power and the greatest sacrifice.
0: And then cut to them at the bar and they're like, was there something we we're supposed to be doing?
1: <laughs> what? Oh, we're dead. <laughs> This is like the most generic of generic instructions. This is like the love that charmed has for talking about the oncoming storm. It just mm-hmm. means nothing um but it seems very specific for them. They're like, "Oh, I guess that means that like the sisterhood has to be broken up that what yeah, what's is... greater than the sisterhood? yeah,
0: like this makes me want this ghost to double die even more' <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just say what you mean you stupid <laughs> i mean yeah
2: it's, it's not like it's something they don't know like they know what it is they can just say it it's not like a cryptic yeah. riddle that they found in an ancient book <laughs> like hey get yeah. get the fucking source and bring it back yeah <laughs> and then one of you has to die yeah, that, that would be so nice
0: Gee, just could have said that <laughs>
1: Well, luckily they're they're able to jump to conclusions, and apparently they're the right ones. (laughs) I I guess we'll see.
0: We also see their stupid books. I guess are written in magic ink because, like, the pages start to fade away. It's like you could just wrote this book normally. (laughs) Yeah, kind of a bad policy, frankly, to make your (laughs) book disappear. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and if magics disappear, (laughs) oh, I couldn't read it. It disappeared. (laughs)
1: disappeared like Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's interesting that when they're told the greatest power, they need the greatest power, like, you would think that they would think, oh, the, the charmed ones are the greatest power, because that's sort of their deal, right?
0: Yeah, and they are self-centered that way.
1: Yeah. But Macy immediately is like, oh, the source. The source is, like, way mm. more powerful than us. Oh, d- definitely the source. Like, we suck, but that source might be... <laughs> Might be good. Let's bring the source back. That never turned out bad for us. (laughs) This apparently happened. I still don't really remember any of this, uh, but we had to look up what it was. Uh, So there's a necklace that they put the source into and they broke it up into three pieces uh, and they told each other they were going to put it uh, on three different points uh, on the earth somewhere uh, and then have Harry wipe their minds so that they don't know where it is. Uh, I vaguely remember Harry wiping their minds for something. This necklace was just not retained in my memory. Yeah.
0: Mel shows like, the Aladdin and the Adventure of All Time method of hiding it in the future! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they need to figure out what they did first, and Harry didn't know. He just wiped their minds, and I guess just blindly, like, I'll, I'll figure out what to wipe, but I don't know what I'm wiping, because he didn't know. Where these yeah. these pieces were hidden. So they're like, oh, let's get Abigail to do her demon mind melt <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: So Abigail does that and they have these flashes of these like clues in their heads, but they don't have specifically uh, what uh, where the location is, just these fragments.
0: Good thing it was, like, all things they could piece together with clues, (laughs) because what if someone just chose somewhere random, like, you'd think maybe they would if they didn't want to have any way to track this back later?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Macy makes a comment. She says, well, who knows what magic going away will affect? Um, And that's for a comedic segue uh, into some uh, jaunty music playing and... We go to England, and Jimmy is a florist. <laughs> 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 um,
0: great stuff. Why the hell did you
1: do that? He, um, Because magic is fading away, I guess that potion's fading away, even though they, they made it clear that potion would fade away eventually with other people, so I don't know why it wouldn't with Jimmy. Um, but regardless, he has a flash of memory to his ass smoke, and realizes, <laughs> hey, I'm ass smoke guy. <laughs> I'm not a florist.
0: He angrily tells his boss he quits or something.
1: <laughs> I like when the the lyrics say, I'm out of the matrix after he comes back. <laughs> oh my back. god,
2: that song is so bad. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this setup I actually liked. The payoff was lame as fuck, but it's like... <laughs> okay, Jimmy's a florist and that's kind of humiliating. Maybe he's, you know, a little bit indignant about the way they treated him. And then like the payoff is nothing. It feels so pointless that anything of this arc ever happened.
0: I would have liked this better too if it came like a season later or something. Like give us time to forget Jimmy and then you have something that affects him and has him come back.
1: Yeah, like we had like, we didn't have any time to miss him. There was one episode between that and this.
0: Yeah. Jimmy didn't even need to be in
2: the episode like it didn't matter Jimmy no. didn't matter no. Jimmy in, in the terms of the series it looks like Jimmy didn't matter
1: <laughs> no. it, it started out like something and then even this ending here is not like a payoff to what they set up it's just like why did this happen like
2: uh, it, yeah unneeded it's not even like the lazy like writing things like oh we need a third act climax with this like no they had a third act climax they had it mm-hmm. it was they spent the yeah. whole episode talking about it <laughs>
1: Yeah, see, I thought them writing him out like they did before was because they were like, we need to wrap up season two, but maybe put him on ice and maybe we'll do something later. But then they were like, no, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So we have uh, Jordan and Maggie, uh, and they're going to the portal in the bunker to find her necklace piece. Uh, While they're doing this, Jordan is talking about his uh, Abigail sister adventure in the woods. Um, it amounts to, he went to a house, and he didn't see her, and she left a package outside. It was a real cool adventure. I don't know why Abigail couldn't do this. Why did he have to go to the house and then pick it up? Why couldn't Abigail just go?
0: I don't know, I guess because her sister's mad at her.
1: (laughs) But she could have just left it outside for her then, too. But she had to set up for second breakfast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about breakfast?
1: We've already had it.
0: We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yeah, they all just kind of pair up to do this fetch quest.
1: Yeah, basically. It's like they've been doing all last season. Everyone's got to break up into their little pairings. Yeah. Um, Maggie's like, well, that was a cool adventure, but prepare for an adventure even greater than that. <laughs> Michigan! <laughs>
0: Spectre, say prepare for trouble.
1: <laughs> and make it double. Um... So they take off to go to her sorority, (laughs) where she apparently hit it.
0: Is this where Lucy was going to be, if they could have gotten her?
1: Oh, it might have been. They did. um, Yeah, on Twitter, people were saying, um, I I believe one of the showrunners, he said that they attempted to contact her actress to be back for season two in some capacity. Or Season 2. not It might have been the ending of Season 2 if they were intending to do this then, but, uh, but she wasn't available. She was probably doing Hallmark movies.
2: <laughs> Honestly, time better spent.
1: <laughs> That's very true. But it would have helped us a little bit to be a little less bored. Yeah. Maybe it's better that her character was kept pure and not tainted by Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mel is talking to Abigail about uh, her clue. Which is, uh, the name Evergreen and some numbers, so she thinks, like, it's, uh, an address or something.
0: Oh, this was so stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Abigail calls her a goody two boots. Uh, but that's not clever. No. No,
2: no.
1: I don't know if that was meant to be an insult or, like, Abigail just didn't remember the phrase. It seems like something I would say when I don't remember, like, a phrase correctly. <laughs> <laughs> It was bad. So they're thinking about this clue, and then, like, Mel's like, hey, maybe it's actually my mom's grave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would fit a little better, I guess. I forget what the connection is between Evergreen and her mom's grave. Is that the cemetery?
0: Yeah, that was the name of the cemetery. Why would she. Yeah, so she is running down, like, all these other. Uh, all these other evergreen things and like oh yeah there is that one thing that actually has significance <laughs> to me that's named evergreen like, that's the last thing I would think of
1: <laughs> why would they put it in places that were significant to them though you would think if like they didn't want anyone to know where they hid it even themselves they would put it some rando fucking place that meant nothing to them like
2: yeah. yeah I mean it's just like a writer's trap where like, like what you're saying logically makes sense but also like if you're having the characters visit it, it has to be something that means something to them. Otherwise, there's going to be a big audience disconnect. But because it's just randomly happening, yeah, there's still a big audience (laughs) disconnect. Um, So anyways, this was a very poorly written episode. Um, It was.
1: Um, so they figure uh, so Evergreen's the cemetery, and uh, the number is possibly a date. So maybe she hid it in the future because she was a time witch before. Remember? Remember? Did she? Could she travel in time, or she just manipulated it? Like when she would like pause? I she
0: just manipulated it. I remember is doing blatant time
1: travel. I I feel like a time travel watch was a thing they maybe used once, but I could be making that up in my head.
2: I don't remember. Honestly, they just wanted to use it for the setup they do later. That's like the only reason. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Regardless, this guess is correct. Everyone's jumping to these conclusions that are uh, magically (laughs) correct. (laughs) Or maybe like one step removed. Very easy. Um... So That's Mag- why
0: how you hide something and never find it again. You leave a bunch of clues. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Maggie and Jordan are at Maggie's old sorority where they're having a masquerade ball, which she calls a maze balls.
2: Jordan calls her out on it, and thankfully, thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I wrote, wrote Jordan rightfully makes fun of her. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs>
0: Why
1: did you say that then? Um And he's like, hey, how are we supposed to get in if you're supposed to be dead? Which calls, I, I wasn't, sh- I didn't remember their status at that point. But yeah, they're still supposed to be dead. So what was up with like Carman's YouTube video saying, find my girlfriend Macy. Wouldn't people be like, <laughs> hey, she's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe they're all like, ooh, we better not tell him. He'll be like sad if we tell him <laughs> she's
1: dead. Yeah, they're like, oh, your girlfriend died in a fire a long time ago, man. <laughs> So she's like, well, because they're having this ball, we can put on these costumes and sneak in. And Jordan's like, all right, that's cool. As long as I don't have to play dead again, like some kind of (laughs) Daryl. Remember? Remember when they made him play dead? Yeah. At least they they got his permission. They didn't just steal his soul and be like, we need it. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Daryl.
0: There's that one time where they
1: killed him against his wishes. Did they kill George or Binks before? No Daryl. Oh, Daryl. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like at least they didn't do like they did to Daryl and just take his Oh yeah. Take his soul without asking. Mm-hmm. A Bunch of creeps. Yeah. Uh so they're they're planning that. Macy and Harry are looking for uh, her piece in her room. Um, which I thought was kind of dumb until we realized, oh, it's, it's just part of like her, her clue there, which is... Uh, yeah.
0: It'd be really dumb if one of them just hid it in their room.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank God none of them did that. <laughs> so uh, she, she pulls out a pair of sandals from under her bed. That was her clue, with the sandals. And she uses science <laughs> to scrape the dirt off of her shoe and study it, and then look at the compound to discover the exact uh, location, which is like a, an Antarctic island
0: this was ridiculous this is another thing too where it's like why would she keep the shoes where she hid the things she never wants to find again under the bed and (laughs) just have dirt on them as a clue to lead back
1: to it (laughs) peter you were pointing out something about the compound like it wasn't even that big of a clue it was
2: like volcanic sand which is like a lot of beaches (laughs) like are covered in that (laughs) And then, like, n- like if she had used magic to figure out what island it was in, like a minute, it would have been less annoying than like using science. <laughs>
1: <Being> a- <laughs> that's why you mix both of them. You don't. You can't just. Uh, that's what's what's good about her character is when they can uh, put the science app with the magic app and then figure out together. But it just sounds kind of stupid when you do it this way. Yes.
2: Yes, it does. <laughs>
1: All right, well, um, they decide, they try to orb out, and at first they're, like, having trouble, like, they're trying to rev up the car and it's not working, and then Macy goes, oh, magic is slipping away. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. They manage to slip through. Hopefully they don't get stuck there. We cut to, I think, the most ridiculous fucking scene in this episode. In the bunker, Mel takes some cocktails (laughs) out of the wall, and she's on a Skype call drinking with drunk old Celeste. Yeah. Yes, she's back. Where's oh my your fucking alcohol? Do they did they listen to our podcast? Did they did they do this because of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> They're drunk, old Celeste. It was so funny. She's <laughs> just drinking like margaritas, yeah. or I assume skinny margs. <laughs> hey,
0: they bring up skinny well, margs, like there. they do. Like the magic dumb waiter to give them drinks and stuff they have at the bunker so dumb
1: this was ridiculous um the the woman who played Celeste was clearly filming either from a hotel room or her house, yeah. oh yeah, on Skype, like they just mailed her this watch prop, and they're like,, oh, just kind of film it on a webcam. Mm-hmm. do what you can do. She clearly wasn't made up like a a a TV production had like done her hair and her makeup for her mhm like
0: it's okay cuz she's at home sick as magic yeah she's Th- dying it's
1: true there's a reason in the story it all makes <laughs> sense and she goes like i'm not in a condition to trap let's let's be real here even if she wasn't being affected she'd be like i can't do- i'm drinking it's happy yeah. hour I can't. she's
0: in no condition to leave the house anyway I can't.
1: I can't orb and drink. I'm responsible <laughs> <laughs> behind the wheel. I don't have a designated orb at night. <laughs> All of them are dead. Just
0: orbs herself into space by mistake.
1: <laughs> it's happened to too many, um, too many drunk white lighters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, they figured out that uh, Mel has left the necklace piece in 2070. So Celeste gives her this um this watch uh that can help, and um they explain if Celeste alters this watch, that means that she'll age and die like any other person. Oh well.
0: <laughs> what will we do without Celeste?
1: Were were we worried about that? Was this supposed to be sad or
0: yeah. we wouldn't have been surprised if they just got a phone call saying she was dead already, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> She was ju- she was resigned. She was just like, oh whatever. It's yeah. cool. I don't I've know if this. Been alive
0: ha- too long, and like I've had a few sober hours, and I did not care for them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think this was just their way of writing her out because they're like, either we don't have anything else to do with Celeste, or we can't get her back, so we're just like, ah, eh, she'll she'll just die. Yeah, maybe. No, things are getting sad.
2: Yeah, nothing, nothing of value was lost though.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, I just meant the show was sad, not the story. Oh. I just mean like it's pathetic. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah,
2: that was, yes, that was very clear.
1: <laughs> um, so uh, Mel and Abigail uh, travel forward to the 70s and Disco is back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got the flare pants on. Imagine if they did it like they did time travel on the old show. It would be something stupid like that.
0: I mean... We did see flying cars in the distance. So it was pretty <laughs> silly. And, like, holographic flowers, those were our two signifiers. It's the future.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Remember when they did a- the future episodes of Old Charmed and they, they the manor had been converted into, like, the Halliwell Museum? Oh, God. It was God. just, like, a relic for them. A monument mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. They had a bunch of flying cars and then, like, a looping video on a billboard of just some guy, like, punching the screen with some flames behind him or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just nonsense.
0: I I did not understand, now, this blurry vignette, though, for the future scene. Uh, It's just like, it makes it look like a flashback or a dream.
1: Yeah. Maybe they were just, they wanted it to be visually distinct, but they've already, like... Color tinted everything like garbage. So they're like, "How do we make this look visually different? We don't want to like color it normally because then it might actually look better. So what are we supposed <laughs> to do?"
0: In the future, things are blurry. Sure.
1: <laughs> Mel does point out the world is still there. So if the world was ending, something happened to save the day. And Abigail says, "All right, well, we got about half an hour to find the necklace and get out before uh, I don't know what happens when the watch runs out. They're just trapped there." Yeah. So, uh, back with Maggie and Jordan, they're dressed like pirates. (laughs) Uh, They're snooping around the sorority looking for the necklace. Um, and Jordan finds a memorial wall dedicated to Maggie. (laughs) R.I.P. Maggie Vera.
0: There's, um... They did get the costumes off to other people, like, Peter was saying it would have been more funny if they just beat them up and stole their, <laughs> their pirate costumes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did they end up doing to get them?
2: They paid for them. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Not fun.
1: The the one time they decide they have morals. <laughs> yeah. This Maggie wall um had very much shades of, like, Phoebe's memorial at the newspaper. Definitely like, she was the most important journalist. Maggie was the most important sorority member we've ever had.
0: <laughs> she invented the keg stand
1: <laughs> yeah they have a they have a picture of her doing a keg stand, and it says Kappa's do the Maggie," and she says it's some sort of drinking move. It's just a keg stand.
2: look, maybe she does it better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't feel like we got enough time with this version of Maggie to feel like there's been, like, a lot of character growth. It was just, like, a little bit, and then, like, it went to boring town, and then we're like, alright, like, I would rather see, like, flawed characters growing than just, like, this.
0: Just be told they grew via nothing.
1: Yeah. Maggie uh, is looking in a secret compartment or something, and she finds some pot gummy bears. (laughs) Uh, right as someone walks in and recognizes maggie even in her mask that is it's foolproof how would anyone recognize maggie in this mask
0: because everyone's always thinking of the maggie like their (laughs) lives can barely move on without maggie
1: (laughs) you think this is where this is what you were talking about like maybe lucy would have been this character
0: yeah that's what i would think
1: it would make more sense, too, because Lucy was, like, a little bit closer, that maybe immediately she'd come in and be like, oh, Maggie. Yeah. I mean, I realize the mask is not very good, but I feel like a year or so later, you probably wouldn't immediately be thinking about this person.
0: Well, they, they have her on the wall. She's just
1: that important. <laughs> she was standing, like, right across from it, huh?
0: It was someone who didn't even go a full year <laughs>
1: This random uh, college person runs off to drunkenly tell everyone that Maggie's still alive. This goes nowhere, by the way. Everyone just, I guess, didn't believe them.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Macy and Harry are in the Antarctic. Macy casts a spell on her shoes (laughs) so that they will walk to the spot that the necklace is hidden in.
2: It looks so bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You could tell it's just someone with fishing wire. (laughs)
1: is this where that bible story comes from where you see like three sets of footprints two sets of footprints in the sand yeah. <laughs> that was Macy Vaughn's shoes
0: I didn't buy that this area was that cold either
1: they they just tinted it super blue yeah I mean uh, I like that they used a practical effect for the shoes <laughs> <laughs> uh how do you know haven't you heard of suspension of disbelief uh meanwhile we have uh mel in the future she grabs the necklace out of the grave out of her mom's grave and uh abigail notices mel's grave nearby uh,
0: <laughs> which is all overgrown compared to her mom's. yeah they
1: were all taking care of her mom's grave but like no one gave a shit about mel's <laughs> i love that it's got like the the charm trifecta at the top of it yeah pretty good Um, The date that they see on there is today in the past, their day, but not that day because they're in the future, but the day that they left.
0: Valentine's.
1: Yeah. Valentine's Day. Is it? Did it say Valentine's Day?
2: February 14th. Yeah.
1: Okay. I didn't know if it, I wasn't paying attention to the date to see if it actually synced up with the real world date it aired. They didn't even say anything about Valentine's Day. Yeah. They do. No. No. that's interesting. They could have used that opportunity to complain more about not having dates. <laughs> they could have
2: brought up Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> they could have brought up Carmen. <laughs> we're recently dating him, and he's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, she's moved on. <laughs> uh, Abigail's like, "Hey, that great sacrifice. That's your sisterhood. You died, you know, to that. You were the one who died to give this great sacrifice." And Mel's like, "Yep." I gotta die for everyone else to live. And they're interrupted. Okay, this (laughs) might be the second funniest. No, this might be the funniest episode, uh, scene in the episode actually. Funnier than Drunk Old Celeste. Um, (laughs) Old Ruby shows up (laughs) with her granddaughter to go visit Mel's grave and talk about we can't forget the sacrifice Mel made for the world. (laughs) (laughs) Old Ruby <laughs> this
0: is silly.
1: This feels like in um old charmed when they had the um the flashback to like the twenties when they're all like flappers, and it's like, oh, everyone reincarnates because you're always in their lives, the same people are are in your lives all the time, and then they have neighbor Dan there as if he's like the most important thing in their lives. <laughs> like, why is neighbor Dan here <laughs> this is, you know in season three i bet ruby's not even like the rest of season three i bet ruby's not even gonna be there oh 100%. she's gonna get written out really quick 100 percent, she's
2: not gonna
0: be there
1: <laughs> yeah and then by season four like it's just gonna be like oh yeah remember ruby
0: yeah or they'll, like, have her die and Mel will be like, oh, this means the future can be changed because I saw her there
1: and she was alive. Yeah. How often are they going to gonna cycle through Mel's girlfriends? Yeah. <laughs> Just let her have a girlfriend show. Not Abigail, but let her That's have a girlfriend. That's what they're hinting
0: towards, though. Abigail. <laughs> Please
1: don't. Please. S- spare us. <laughs> We can never forget the sacrifice the audience made to <laughs> not see Mel and Abigail together. I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. Um, Abigail tries to have a sympathetic uh, scene with her. She's like, well, you could stay in the future. Uh, and Mel's like, no, no, that's not how it works. I got to go and sacrifice myself to break up the sisterhood. And it's like, well, wouldn't the sisterhood be broken if you just stayed in the future and never went back?
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: She's like, I can't hear you. Too busy dying.
1: everyone is just like they just have a death wish they're like no please please kill me no kill me please i have to escape the show please let me die
0: we're kind of hoping abigail might uh kill herself too it's like oh that'd be cool
1: (laughs) yeah that would have been cool You know, this episode also rang really hollow because it was right after last episode called Someone's (laughs) Going to Die, where everyone was like, am I going to be the one who dies? Like, every scene, every episode, they have to be like, say your goodbyes because you're going to die, and you know they're not going to die. No. Well, what do you know?
2: It's not every day you see the stupidest thing you've ever seen.
0: They keep threatening you with a better time and never give it to you. (laughs)
2: Uh, I will say throughout this whole episode, it's a whole, like, ticking clock plot element, you know, of, like, magic's fading away. You have to do this before magic goes away, and, like... There's no urgency at all. Like, they're just, like, taking their sweet friggin' time, like, very mm-hmm. unemotionally grabbing things. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you don't feel like there's no um tenseness to any of this. There's no, like, oh my god, they gotta get it. Even when they say, like, we have half an hour, they just kind of futz around in the graveyard for a little bit yeah. and then leave
0: absolutely everyone has a long drawn out conversation like they have all the time in the world to do this <laughs> Yeah,
1: uh. they could have had these conversations after they got back from their respective locations too there was no reason to be sticking around there no, you,
0: they have to
2: shoe in that anecdote that leads them to the next clue to find the thing like that's, that's the only way this could yeah. possibly happen right
1: uh-huh. so Maggie and Jordan uh, have escaped to the roof because uh, that's where you want to go up
0: <laughs> this is where they have a long drawn out conversation
1: yeah they have a long drawn out conversation and they're like hey i know that last scene we kind of set up like oh no maybe we'll be discovered but actually maggie's like eh, she was four skinny marks deep <laughs> so it's fine <laughs> it's so bad. throw back to the skinny marks um, I love it the show sets up all these things like oh never mind <laughs> like oh no we have half an hour oh no let's go oh no this mm-hmm. woman this lady discovered us in the sorority uh, uh, never mind let's just hang out on the roof and talk about stars for a while <laughs> uh. Um, they have this conversation Um, where uh, Maggie's like hey we were supposed to go to the corners of the earth to hide our necklaces but I went to my college that's pretty pathetic huh? And the audience goes, yep.
0: (laughs) And Jordan's like, well, at least you didn't hide it in your bedroom. That'd be worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty fucking stupid, wouldn't it? (laughs) And uh, so maybe she was kind of dumb back then. But Jordan's like, you should be proud of who you are now. A dummy not in college. (laughs) 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 But Maggie interrupts his inspirational speech. She interrupts him to say, hey, it's a full moon. I want to give my own speech about the stars. I don't have time for for your shit, Jordan. Is Maggie
0: fired, too, from her safe space job as administrator or whatever?
1: You know, I feel like that job ain't coming back now that uh, Carman's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: feel like when your boss dies, you're probably out of a job.
0: <laughs> you were hired because of favoritism, nothing
1: else. <laughs> um this could just be hope on our part because good god i do not want to go back to safe space (laughs) (laughs) they're talking about the stars like she's saying like you know oh me and my dad had this thing about the stars if you're looking up and you see the same stars you're really not that far apart and she's talking about her favorite constellations she mentions the jewelry box uh, constellation.
0: They're going to space.
1: They're going to space! We knew it all along. Oh, I
2: would have loved it. I would have loved it. It would have been amazing.
1: If they went to space, <laughs> that would be pretty damn good.
0: That'd be really cool, so they do the opposite of
1: that. <laughs> yeah. They take us into hell as far from space as they can get. <laughs> So, uh, they, they're going over the star names in this jewelry box, uh, s- constellation. Its scientific name or specific name, um, is similar to the sorority name. It has kappa in it. And that's when she realizes, um, that it's not the sorority at all. Uh, it's actually, uh, somewhere else. Somewhere uh, <laughs> else in the world that's far, far away. <laughs> um, but before that. <laughs> We get to see Macy and Harry at the beach uh, where Sinister Music is playing. Um, Macy picks up a seashell so she can show off and say the scientific name of the seashell. (laughs) And she's like, well, I mean, if I'm going to die, I might as well make the most of it by naming seashells.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Harry's like, you know the exact right thing to do.
1: (laughs) Wow, tell me more
0: I've never been more turned on
1: Whisper sweet nothings to me Macy As in talk about nothing We're
2: going to stare deeply into each other's eyes And speak in monotone
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: As if nothing matters And nothing does no, matter nothing, does.
1: <laughs> nothing really matters uh, God. Nothing
0: really
2: I'm just like, it, it, uh, is she a better actress than this? Because she was horrible this episode. Like, she
1: was awful. Honestly, she's been the strongest one. But yeah, they haven't had a good rate so far since season one ended, basically.
2: Oh, man. Well, yeah. That whole, like, this is supposed to be like emotional moment between someone you ostensibly love and just no um, no emotion at all. She, like, doesn't crack an expression the whole time. <laughs> it's so yeah. bizarre.
1: I don't understand the tone of the scene, either. It's supposed to be sad, but it's, like, creepy? It mm. is a little creepy, yeah.
2: I was gonna take you to Paris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I yeah. can die instead of you! No, idiot, you're not in the sisterhood. But why <laughs> not?
0: <laughs> it's just, like, the urgency, and just trying to make you feel, like, one way about anything. Just like either she's gonna die or the world's gonna end just none of that comes across
1: (laughs) yeah they dance on the beach to silence but there's no meaning to it because again they followed up an episode before this where everyone thought they were gonna die and it didn't mean anything and also like it's a main character it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're gonna go there like if you're gonna set up stakes in this show set up things that feasibly could happen because we know like three episodes into season three, we're not going to kill off <laughs> Macy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and we already saw that Mel was the one that did it if they were going to kill one off. For a brief moment, I was like, oh, maybe maybe Melanie Diaz just wants off the show. <laughs> They've done it on Charm before. They have? <laughs> but no. Uh, so they dance on the beach. Um, we uh, get a scene of drunk old Celeste coughing up some smoke at Mel. Uh, she's like, hey, what'd you see in the future? And Mel's like, everything's gonna be okay, Celeste.
0: (laughs) Abigail's worried, because she's gonna do something. No, she's not.
1: (laughs) They keep- I don't know why they keep setting up these scenes with Mel and Abigail, as if, like, some romantic thing is gonna bloom out of this. It all feels so hollow. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, where, oh, where, was Maggie's piece? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they never really. It was. She just kind of showed up with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in her fucking room. What a yeah. what a fucking dumbass.
2: Yeah, I, I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back for taking like 40 minutes in the podcast to screw up the
0: sisters' names. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie hid her stupid piece in her jewelry box in her bedroom.
1: Yeah, she put it in her jewelry box in a hidden bottom, and then they act like this is so clever. This is worse than hiding it in the sorority. They were supposed to hide this on the ends of the earth. And she's like, I know my room in my jewelry box.
0: Maggie's like, what's the laziest <laughs> thing I could do? <laughs> Look, this
1: was the yeah. dumbest thing.
0: Yeah, look, no one would suspect Michigan,
2: though, like in in her defense.
1: But it wasn't in Michigan. It was in her room. Where, where,
2: where's the house?
1: The house is in Seattle with them. It transported and it's invisible.
2: Oh, that's a major metropolitan area. Never mind.
1: Yeah, it's invisible, though, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah sit back relax and enjoy
2: my top 10 reasons not to move to seattle washington
1: yeah so maggie cries at jordan and leaves because she thinks she's going to die it's a really sad moment we're really tearing up (laughs) over this
0: i think jordan has the gall to say it was clever like okay you can at least not be so blatant with your lies jordan
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's not a very good liar no um in perhaps Abigail's most hashtag relatable moment, we get a shot of her passing out. <laughs> That's it. They just they just stick a shot of her passing out and then cut to the next <laughs> scene. It's
0: about what the audience wants to do, yeah.
1: She just falls onto a couch. <laughs> <laughs> um so in the bunker, the girls take their necklace pieces, they summon the sources power, um seem to have no uh no blowback because of this of uh, summoning the source and all that
0: they all argue about which one gets to leave the show
1: yeah they just fight over it like i'm gonna die no i'm gonna die please set me free the power of three will set me free uh and mel's like yoink and runs into the tree room tries to get in there quicker than them um she shoves the necklace into the black amber along with her hands um, but the other sisters run in and shove their hands in too so they can face their destiny together. Uh, but I guess, I don't know. i just like, maybe they'll all die. <sighs> oh,
2: the wishful thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't know. that be
1: great? So uh, for, I guess Mel must have taken the brunt of it. Cause she's the only one who starts turning like veiny. Maybe because <laughs> she's holding the, the necklace or something. Maybe. But she turns veiny and falls over. Uh, the audience is like, oh no, has Mel died? <laughs> In the bunker, uh, Harry's just waiting there when Jimmy shows up <laughs> to taunt with him.
0: A floral arrangement for him—that so was nice.
1: <laughs> Will you be my Valentine? <laughs>
0: and that's when Harry fucks himself.
1: <laughs> Is it masturbation? <laughs>
0: he gets Maybe.
1: With <laughs> He's put on his Assassin's Creed coat again. Yeah. And he's he's evil again for some reason? I thought he was on the, the turnaround there.
0: Yeah, he he seemed like he wasn't quite that evil before they you know, drugged him and threw him in England.
1: I mean, I guess I do see where he's coming from there. That wasn't really <laughs> the act of a hero. <laughs> Um, This was so stupid. Um, Him and Harry fight, and Harry ends up stabbing him. It's like it's a real easy cleanup. <laughs> it's like a 40 mm-hmm. second fight. <laughs> He's like barely there. Yeah. They wanted to outdo the Aunt Viv fight.
0: <laughs> oh, I think it was slightly bigger than the Aunt Viv fight, but yeah, not by much.
1: <laughs> you cared a little more in that, like, Jimmy was interesting at one point.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the second anticlimactic supposedly big battle they had in the dumb bunker in a row though like
1: right this is like levels of like when supernatural was fighting their big bad in a hotel room (laughs) yes (laughs) pretty sad (laughs) (laughs) Uh, jimmy's like oh nice knowing you harry and then he returns to the ass smoke from whence he came
0: (laughs) yeah uh, jimmy's just acting on faith too that because magic's all messed up right now he can kill harry and they're not connected and he won't die but like
1: i thought right
0: why didn't why didn't
1: harry die they were restoring magic at that very moment
0: yeah, I guess he died the second before it was fully <laughs>
1: connected or something. I don't Why know. Di- again, does does Harry not care that, like, he's not going to be whole ever in his life? Because this was, like, a piece of him.
0: He just kind of shrugs and doesn't even mention it. <laughs> he doesn't mention <laughs> it. Like, uh. what?
1: It's not like you lost the actor. You could have done something with this. <laughs>
0: jimmy is gone and forgotten like her man
1: why did they write him out and then bring him back just to kill him that's stupid yeah like we had one episode we didn't have time to miss him
2: two scenes
1: it was it yeah and like that that payoff to that setup like they have him be a florist and he's like oh no and then he comes back and then just dies in the next scene like who cares yeah
0: Gene just seems like unnecessarily mean like hey we wrote him off with a nice exit actually let's bring him back and kill him
1: it's, it's, it's like they rebooted their reboot in the middle of the reboot <laughs> like they were like we're doing this never mind we're doing this oh actually but what if we did this mm-hmm. we're three episodes in
0: no one can get away happy
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you'll be um pleased to know the girls emerge unscathed. Uh, (laughs) Macy says probably one of the dumbest things she's ever said. She's she's like, "The great sacrifice was our willingness to die for each other." uh, Like what? Perhaps
0: the greatest sacrifice was nothing.
1: (laughs) We sacrificed our sacrifice. We sacrificed us dying to not die. So we. We didn't die, and then if we, I. Well, it's like
2: oh God. It's it's they're going for like something like overly philosophical, so people don't question it. But it's so stupid. No, <laughs> it
1: like, doesn't and, sound even fake smart.
2: No, it's yeah, it's like no basis in anything like logical at all. So
1: everyone's immediately like,
2: wait a minute.
1: Macy's supposed to be the smart one.
2: No, she's only like she knows like a couple of shells scientific names <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> she it. doesn't have an app for this <laughs> she doesn't know they all try to have a big group hug and then uh an energy force blast them away they can't touch each other uh-oh spaghettios yeah. <laughs> you know what that was the right reaction yep. to that um yep. <laughs> So um we see Abigail next. Uh She's cool now. She's all healed. Uh, and she finds uh, a note from her sister with the pouch. Uh, and the note's like, hey, um, me and mom don't really want anything to do with you. Here's the items you wanted, but yeah. don't contact us again. So
0: yeah, I really relate to her and her mom not wanting to see <laughs> Abigail
1: or have anything to do
0: with her. <laughs> Instantly, a much better character than Abigail.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that note's actually from the audience. Uh, you know, we actually really don't. Don't contact us, again, please. It's, <laughs> it's not us, it's you. Um, Abigail cries and pissily destroys the room like Tommy was so. <laughs> <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you?
0: If only she could have ended it the same way and magic blasted herself in the head. <laughs>
1: everybody betray me I fed (laughs) up with this world (laughs) this is almost as good as when didn't she like angrily burn a roast or something last season Yeah. like she was mad at a dinner with Jimmy or something and then she angrily burns a roast or was that was that Abigail that did it I don't know it could have been Mel (laughs) somebody (laughs) angrily burned some sort of food (laughs) Anyway, um the important part of the scene is that she finds this glowing little skeleton statue, um, and she inhales some yellow tinged ass smoke, and um and then her reflection is a dumb demon face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I guess we're supposed to be intrigued? Scared.
2: Cliffhanger. Eh.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Is she the actual Karnker? Were they throwing us off with Aunt Viv? The real Karnker is uh <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe. I'm so sick of, like, someone inhaling something and becoming
1: the new magic power. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I think it was? I think that Julian, sorry, Carman, was meant to be the Karnkerer, and because (laughs) they couldn't have him anymore, they were like, bring Aunt Viv and, like, finish her off and say it was a red herring and have it just be Abigail or something
0: sounds about right because yeah th- we did call him the car <laughs> before so
1: <laughs> but that's the end of the episode uh, good <laughs> <laughs> alright let's get to the fun part we need to figure out who our margoyles are oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so who's who's the standout loser of the episode and, and i would like to start with our special guest peter um
2: it's it's bimmy and jimmy like hands down he just <laughs> he gets brought back <laughs> and then he just gets murked off they don't even show him getting stabbed
1: <laughs> like he just dies you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> that was sad <laughs> all right phelan who's your margoyle it's Maggie! Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're hiding her piece in a jewelry box in her room. <laughs> it's the dumbest place she could have hid it. <laughs> like, honestly, all of them are really dumb for leaving clues behind, because you could just have it completely disconnected if you really didn't want to find these things again, but, yeah, your bedroom. Like, Maggie, get out of here.
1: <laughs> well, Phelan, once again, we have a double Margoyle. <laughs> It has to be Maggie for me, too. Um, That was the dumbest thing she could possibly do.
0: (laughs) Pretty stupid. I never want to find this thing again. I know. My jewelry box. (laughs) Can
1: you imagine? The moment she tells her sisters that's where she hid it, they'll be like, what the fuck, Maggie? (laughs) I went to the Antarctic and you hid it in your fucking jewelry box? You just... You just went to the next room. You're like, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan said it was clever. (laughs) Jordan's dumb. (laughs) Jordan is... He got mad because someone stole his first aid kit. (laughs) He is not the brightest. Not the most colorful crayon in the box. (laughs) All right, guys. Um let's wrap it up with our thoughts on this episode uh peter what'd you think i thought this was
2: really bad uh, i thought <laughs> that the performances were really uninspired um there was no tension not a lot of emotion considering all of the high stakes things happening um i don't know like abigail was like my favorite character in this episode but apparently she's oh my
0: god <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess she comes off better when she's sick and almost dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so
2: um, R.I.P. Carman. Um, the show is, as far as I can tell, has been ruined
0: um by his absence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Phelan, what would you think? Uh,
0: it, they gave it no weight again. You're supposed to think this big event is happening. Like, oh no, magic is dying. Like, we don't see much besides people coughing. Abigail has a cold. <laughs> like, and stupid charmed ones, of course, aren't really affected because they're the most important thing. They'll feel it later.
2: Yeah, I could make given him a couple of coughs. Just everyone, just has... throw a
0: couple in there. <laughs> yeah, just everyone has a bunch of dull conversations while on this magic fetch quest to find little trinkets that they hid very poorly. <laughs> And then Jimmy dies for seemingly no reason, the end.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, not very good. I I did not care for this episode, um, I will be very excited after next week when the season two arc is complete and they can get back to, uh, they could start a new arc and then start doing Nevermind on that arc. Um, (laughs) but I'm just kind of sick of season two. Yeah, they'll have new things to screw up, but I'm just done. Um, It it just seems hollow and pointless. I I didn't feel anything, really.
0: And we didn't see a Carman monument anywhere. Yeah,
1: Yeah, the future should have been like... There should have been a giant statue in the middle of the cemetery of (laughs) Carman. But alas, I think that is it for this week. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you liked, subscribed, or reviewed uh, wherever you're enjoying this. You can find us in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. You can find us on YouTube under youtube.com slash Movie Nights the Series or youtube.com slash Uh You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Movie Nights and patreon.com slash uh, Peter, what plugs do you want to do? Um,
2: uh, a short story I wrote uh, was featured in this collection called Curtains, um, and all of the proceeds go to benefits Save Our Stages, which is um, a nonprofit organization um, helping struggling music venues and just event venues uh, during the pandemic. Um, you know, Check that out. You can find it on Amazon, Kindle, Nook, whatever, all of them. Um, Because Lord knows we want to have stuff to do when life returns to relative normalcy. So uh, check that out.
1: Awesome. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up, Charmanders. Uh, What hashtag should we use? Hashtag
0: (laughs) Caramanny (laughs) Reesher.
1: Hashtag Skinny Marg Maggie.
2: Hashtag Nobody Dies... (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right that wraps it up we'll see you charmanders next week bye